What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Today, I want to talk about evangelization. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and the topic today is Evangelize Now and a Call to Christian Families. This is episode 237, and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. And all of these shows come free to you, so please share them with a friend and visit my website at mediaangels.com and the books. Um, that I have a few minutes with God, one more child, as well as many um, planners and character um, products for children. And even if you're a grandparent, they're a great gift for your grandchildren. Well, we are called to evangelize now, not next week, not in a few weeks, but now. How are you sharing the explosive news of what the Lord has done in your life or with others? Perhaps you need a few minutes to collect your thoughts and consider what Christ has done for you. Perhaps you're a new Christian who is really on fire for the Lord, or maybe you've never thought about evangelization. Well, I'm going to share with you that we need to start in our own families and with ourselves first. Last week, I shared an amazing story about a friend of mine who was healed of cancer, not over a long period of time, but virtually overnight. If you missed that podcast, you can check out Healing Power of God, and you can go to A Few Minutes with God podcast, and you'll see it there. When we do things like that, share or witness to something incredible that happens in our lives or someone else's, and if it happens in someone else's life, get their permission just like I did. Well, that's a form of evangelization. What is holding you back? Maybe you don't feel qualified, or maybe you're like me and think, oh my gosh, why am I doing this podcast? There are so many other people that could do a better job. Or maybe you don't think you have a degree in theology. Well, I feel like that so many times. I think, why am I doing this podcast? I'm thinking, who is even listening? And every once in a while, when I think that, it seems like the Lord blesses me because I hear from some of you and some of the listeners on this podcast. 
You know, in college, I was told that now's the time to work for the Lord. You're not married. You don't have adult responsibilities. You can dedicate yourself to the mission of evangelization. And I was so busy even back then, you know, studying and I was going home on weekends to work in my parents' restaurant. And yet I thought, they're right. I don't have all of these things that are bogging me down. And now's the time to evangelize. But even if you're an adult with adult responsibilities, you still can make the time. I'm always amazed that people make the time for the things they want to do. We don't need fancy degrees or the right word. All we need is the Holy Spirit. When we're around like-minded Christians who love the Lord, it fills us with excitement and we want to go share the good news with others. This isn't the first podcast I've done on the topic, but this is the first podcast in which I want to discuss our personal needs and that of our family. You know, you can't give what you don't have. If you're burdened or struggling, the first person you need to work on is yourself. You are important in the eyes of God. You are not a mistake. You are precious in his sight. Psalm 116:13 through 16 says, I will lift up this cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is wonderful. And we need to think about that. And the verse goes on and says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful servants. Truly, I am your servant, Lord. I serve you just as my mother did. You have freed me from my chains. We must be freed in order to serve. As I've shared in other talks that I've done, I've turned off the negativity and asked the Lord for help. I'm not naive. I'm not blind. I see what's happening in the world. But I ask the Lord to help me to see what he wants me to see and to help me where I can and where I need to help. For example, last year I found two different ministries that I had not previously donated that I donated to. This is a form of evangelization. It's helping others to spread the good news. I have um, three podcasts that I put in the show notes at A Few Minutes with God. Um, This is episode 237, and you can find them, or you can just go on the website, uh, the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, and look for these shows. But they were shows that I did on evangelization. One is called Christian Harvest, the other Miracles of Faith, and the third Miraculous Prayers. And in those shows, I go into... Um, more about evangelization. But as we share our needs with the Lord, we might not feel like we we are equipped to go evangelize. And remember, this is not from God, but from the enemy. And there are sure ways to combat it. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling unworthy, I put together a simple plan. The first is start with prayer and ask the Lord the ways you have offended him. The second is to ask for forgiveness. God is merciful, but he's also a just judge, so repent. Let him call the things to mind that you've done. Make a list if you need to, and go down each of these points and ask the Lord for forgiveness. Not, I'm sorry, but will you forgive me, Lord? And then accept his forgiveness and forgive yourself. The shoulda, coulda, woulda is a killer. We keep thinking back on all the things we should have done or worried about the future, 
And in that way, we are robbed of our peace and we can't evangelize anyone else because we're stuck. Psalm 103, 8 states, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in love. Fill yourself with uplifting songs. Concentrate on the words. Sing praise to God. It will fill you up and raise you up to another level of prayer. I did a podcast on, uh, podcast on worship and thanksgiving, and the link again is in the show notes. And then finally, delve into God's word. It is the three eyes, inerrant, infallible, inspired word of God. You know, a lot of people talk about how to read scripture and understanding what was happening in the day. And all of that stuff's great if you're doing a study on scripture. But if you want the Lord to touch you and touch your life, just get into the word. You know, read the Psalms, read Proverbs, read the Gospels, and just let the Lord minister to you where you're at. This Bible is for you. He's talking to you within his words, his holy words. And so now that you're filled up, where do you start? Do you start going out into the world? Do you start with your neighbors, your friends? No, here's a simple plan. You start first with your family needs. Again, begin with a prayer and ask the Lord how you can pray for each person in your family. Again, write their name down. And if things come to you, just jot them down. Use a prayer journal, write their needs, and Keep adding to these each day. And then send, if your kids are not home, send them a card. Let them know that you're praying for them. Ask for their prayer intentions. When my kids were in college, I purchased a set of Christian notes. And then I would send them a note with 5 or $10 in it. And when they arrived back home after each school year and they were unpacking, I was so surprised when I'd see them pulling out those notes that I sent them. They kept them. Words have impact, and we should not be surprised when we send people a text or a card or an email to let them know we are praying for them because it helps. Another way to fight against the enemy is to work on our relationship with God and our relationship with our family and then our extended family. Is there someone who has hurt you? Pray a blessing on them. Is there someone you have hurt? Ask for their forgiveness and repent. Sometimes the way that we can show God to others is by living a godly life. If they ask, gosh, why are you asking me for forgiveness? Because I remember doing this to my younger brother. And he just kind of laughed when I said, would you forgive me for all the times that you were younger and I was just mean to you? And he thought that was so funny. And he said, why are you doing this? And I said, because I really love the Lord. And when I was praying to him and asking him who I needed to forgive, your name came up. And I just want to ask you for forgiveness. And he said, of course, I forgive you. And, you know, it it made an impact on him. And then he prayed. And it goes on like that. When we do something like that and we are working for the Lord, he multiplies it. Regrets are one of those things that haunt us. Maybe a family member is is gone and there are regrets. You regret you didn't spend more time with them or you regret they're gone or you regret you're left to pick up the pieces. Give those needs to the Lord and live one day at a time. 
and pray about all of the good times that you had with them. Ephesians 6, 12, 13 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of the evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Read all of Ephesians. It is such a powerful scripture. And I've talked about putting on the armor of God. I'm sure I have a podcast about that somewhere. And that's what we should do. And especially if you feel like you're under attack. Read the scriptures about the struggle between good and evil. And sometimes when we read them, it causes us to be fearful. But fear is what the enemy wants. We have to remember the battle has been won. God has been vindicated. He rose from the dead. He is reigning in heaven. We don't need to fall into a trap of fear. We need to keep our eyes on the Lord. And when we evangelize, we're thwarting the enemy. I want to be on the side of God, which means I know that God is with me and I can pray and ask the Lord to be with me. We can pray about all kinds of things. I had to get up really early one morning, like at 3.30 in the morning, to take a friend to the airport. And I don't really do well when I wake up in the middle of the night. I feel sick to my stomach. And so I just prayed to the Lord the night before, and I just had this sense of peace that everything was going to be okay, and it was. Do you have to get up early? Pray to the Lord and say, Lord, help me to wake up. I don't know the last time I've woken up to my alarm. I usually wake up a minute or two ahead of time. The Lord does answer these prayers and he helps us. And so if we say to the Lord, Lord, please help me uh, to evangelize to others. Don't you think he's going to help you? Of course he is. But I really want you to start with your family because there are so many broken families. When we look at the sin of the world, it's because people are not spiritually educated. There is head knowledge, but not heart knowledge. And at its core is sin. And sin is selfish, prideful, and putting our needs before the needs of others. Our focus is not on the sins of others, but on our own sins and praying for others and ask the Lord to share his love. And as I said earlier, start with your family. I want to leave you with this. The evil one has made his choice and those who followed him made their choice. God is merciful, yet The evil one's sins are unforgivable because there was no repentance. In this way, there is not repentance after death, and that should motivate us to repent. Evangelize now. Help those who cannot see the Lord find the Lord. If you have someone who's fallen away, pray for them. Pray for them daily. Ask other Christian friends to pray for them. Send them a card. Tell them that you're praying for them. Make an effort to be open to God's will in your life and follow his promptings and don't ignore it. Your challenge this week is to ask the Lord how he wants to use you in evangelization and follow the simple steps in this podcast. And I pray for God's blessing on you today and always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com.
There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.